Uh, are we supposed to have fun in church? Everybody look in the back row. Look at the back row. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the drinkers are in the back. You got to watch those people in the back of the bar. You know, the back of the bar. Merry Christmas, Michael. Aloha. <laughs> you all showed up. I'm so happy. Y'all came. Yes, the text went out. Linda's preaching. I was like, oh, I wonder if anybody will show up. No. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. I'm sorry, Jesus. <laughs> A lot of girls are here. I love that. Because it's, the, it's uh, Jen and I just came back from a conference, didn't we? And it was amazing. Was it not? Did you have a lot of oil on your hair? <laughs> what? Yeah. Did, I didn't wash my hair until I had to. <laughs> and my hair was like... So we went to this conference, and I really did something to say, <laughs> preach, but I don't know, maybe I just lay hands on everybody. <laughs> that might be funner. Just do that. <laughs> I really did study a lot on this. I need that door shut, though. I'm going to need the door shut. Someone can shut the door. That would be awesome. Thank you. Yeah. I just feel more safe. No. <laughs> Boundaries. I'm just teasing. Boundaries, you know. Well, yeah. I get distracted easy. I'm real visual. I'm a visual learner. And so when I see movement like somewhere, like I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be saying something intelligent up here. <laughs> Y'all supposed to learn something. Yeah, so we came back from a women's conference in Southern California at Joe Sweet's church. We got to go. Jen and I were there. I didn't know she was going. I don't know if she knew I was going either. But, yeah, but we got to go, and um, it was amazing. Just amazing. It was not, I told somebody a few days ago, I hadn't thought that I'd ever been to a women's conference because, you know, they're kind of fluffy. You know, you know what I mean? A little fluffy. I'm more warrior, like, G.I. Jane H. style, right? And, but then I remember, no, I had been to two. The first one I went to was right after I was saved. So you couldn't have to go to one of those because you just got saved, right? <laughs> I just got to say, but it was a good one. It was on renewing your mind. I still remember it. I remember the lady who preached it. I remember what she taught, and she taught about renewing your mind, bringing every thought into captivity to Christ. It radically affected my life. It would change the course of my life. And I probably I was two years old in Jesus, and I got that teaching, so it was great. So I would bring those thoughts into obedience to Christ. What I read in the Bible, I make my mind think what the Bible thought. That would be what Jesus thought. Right? So I would do that. So that was my first one. And the second one I went to, that was about three years ago, and it was Yuba City, and it was Dave and Cheryl Bryant's church. And I was a speaker. So. <laughs> so I get to talk about what I want to talk about. That was supposed to be funny. Yes, then I got to say what she wanted to say. It was awesome time. And um, we all got, the last night, we all got so drunk. And, well, the funny thing was, I I got really smashed. Cheryl kind of got that way, too. And then I got up and I spoke. And then towards the end, I we just got loopy. I got really loopy. Loopy, you know. 
And I, then we start laying, I start laying hands on people, and I would say, bubble, bubble. I know that sounds, it was like bubble, bubble. And then if it wasn't working, I was so drunk, I would say, double, bubble, double, bubble. <laughs> when I did double, bubble, if someone didn't get it on bubble, they got it on double, bubble. I was thinking champagne bubble, you know, from the, you know, from the heavenly cellar, you know, from the Lord, just, just bubble, and everybody got really filled with him. That was awesome. So, gosh, can I even go where I was going to go tonight? <laughs> this is so, this is, he's probably getting us drunk enough to take us there, right? Sometimes that happens. You get you drunk enough to, like, do a, a surgery, surgery on you. Okay, Michael in the back. <laughs> okay, so um, well, I'm going to tell you where we're going to go, where we're going to start, and where we're going to end up. And I may cut it short because I really, there is such a glorious electrical thing in the room right now that I want, don't want to get, whoa, 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 I don't want to get us too heady <clears throat> into that. But, <laughs> Michael, <laughs> how am I supposed to preach with that? <laughs> <laughs> back to you yes so <laughs> yeah well Jesus thank you Lord okay so we're going to talk about Elijah and Elisha yay two amazing prophets in the Bible right and then we're going to talk about the enemy of Elijah and Elisha which was Jezebel boo everybody say it boo <laughs> yeah we don't like that we're going to talk about that. We're just going to talk about what her methods are. So we become aware. Why? Because Jesus is going to have an extremely prophet, prophetic bride that he comes back for. And he's going to come back for that. And there's going to be this mass move of all who want to really step into amazing prophet and prophetic Gifting seven spirits of God. I'm talking that kind of stuff is going to happen. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> That's not going to come to the faint at heart. Let me just warn you. If you're faint at heart, you can just say, well, I opt out for that one. <laughs> but you really don't want to opt out for it because you were created for that. You were created as a spirit being. You were created by Jesus. He loves you, created you, made you, put your mom and dad together, and took you right through the birth canal into planet Earth for such a time as this. He created, ordained you, and made you to come into planet Earth right now. So the fact that you all are here tells me you're amazing spirit beings, and he has called you for to walk in amazing union with God. That's what he's called you to. Just like Elijah, Elisha, Deborah of old, Miriam, all of them... All the greats that you've heard about, those kind of people, that's what's ahead and that's what's coming. And on top of that, more. Who wants that? Absolutely. And coming from the conference that we came to, there's going to be an amazing thing that's coming to the girls that are on planet Earth right now. There's going to, just to let you know, we may run like a second conference here. Jen, we might do that. We might show the videos and like interact with stuff because we had hands laid on us from Sadhu. And I'm telling you, I was out on the floor. I mean, out on the floor. And probably one of the last ones to rise up off the floor. I couldn't, I, I went to the wall because I, 
There were two guys. They weren't used to this flame the spirit stuff and the glory coming on people, right? And I'm like looking up at them like they're wanting to get me up off the floor. I'm so out of it, wasted. I reach my hands up like this, and they grab me, a girl and a guy. And they grab me, and they start to pull me up. And you know how that weighty heaviness comes on you? And they said, would you help us out here? (laughs) I would love to help you out, but I can't. (laughs) I'm thinking, help you. (laughs) And they kind of get me up, and then I'm like, I can't hardly stand. <laughs> and about three feet from the wall, so I make it to the wall, and I, I, I'm like back to the wall, you know, and I'm there for a while. <laughs> then I eventually slide down the wall and sit again for a while. <laughs> and I have to make it to my car, and my car's in the field. Were you in the field? My car's in the field, and I have to walk to the field. How am I going to get to the field where my car's at? Well, eventually, long story short, the cart, they had a golf cart there, and thank God the golf cart man found me and helped me to my car. <laughs> so I got to my car. Once I got to my car, I just stayed there for about 30 minutes in my car, wasted. I was just wasted. So I was just so wasted. Oh, Jesus. I was just like that, and I love, who loves that? We all love that when that happens to us, right? Yeah, I love that. So that happened to me, and then I have to drive 25 minutes back to my room, which I made it to stay with some people. Thank God, you know, the economy rate. Stay with your friends. and <laughs> So anyway, yeah, so it was amazing, incredible. And then I drove home, which is about, is it me, about 8 to 10, about 10 hours to get home, you know, the little stops and stuff. But I was going to listen to the CDs on the way home, but I couldn't. All I could do was, halaba shandaraba. I would weep and I shalabandaria ria koraba. I'm telling you, it was like eight to ten hours solid shandaleba korabamba. I thought I was gonna like bust out of my skin. I literally felt like I was gonna explode. Like something happened, like something took me over. Something has taken me over. <laughs> And I really like it. <laughs> I feel like I got a testosterone shot or something. <laughs> I know that's weird, but you know, for you know, I mean, that's like, like I feel like I just, I feel like Bionic Woman, GI Jane. I feel like Lord of the Rings, you know, conquering female. I feel like all that. Do you chant? I mean, you feel different. I feel different. I like. I'm so different. Oh, Jesus! I told Timothy. I called him. I said, I hope you're okay with me. I'm coming home really different. <laughs> I hope you can handle this <laughs> because I'm coming. Yes, so yeah. So, Deborah of old, Miriam, and Anna, those are three anointings being released to the females. And they are not who you think they are. Oh, my God, I just saw poor light in the back of the room. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, yada, yada, yada. Ha. Miriam was a prophetess. Deborah, prophetess. Um, and uh, Anna, prophetess, the one who waited in the temple. Prophetess. She was awesome. You know, she fasted and prayed so much that angels came and encouraged and had to strengthen her. She fasted from about 21 until uh, until Jesus showed up. She was like in her 80s or whatever. But she fasted and prayed day and night. This was a day and night inferno faster. She was called by Jesus, caught up into heaven, fasted, 
<clears throat> and to the coming of Jesus the first time. That was her calling and commission, to stay in the temple, to fast and pray. And she did fastings and fastings and fastings and fastings and fastings. It was so weak, angels came and strengthened her. Is that amazing? So that's that. <laughs> so he may do a little mini conference for the girls on that one and lay hands because it was amazing. Oh, <laughs> hallelujah, Jesus. You can go to, and um, this year, like, I think it was also, um, uh, there was two other ones. What were the, Mariah Woodworth Edder and, uh, was it Catherine? Catherine Kuhlman. Yes, like the, the healing, anointing release as well on the women, or whosoever is hungry. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Holy brahane kele brahane lebroso rabari You guys are like hungry birds. Jesus, yes, we want it. We want it. We want it. Yes, 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 yes. We're hungry. Yes, you le bambarias. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And Joan of Arc. She was the other one. Joan of Arc. You know, the cloud of witnesses. Like, like that came to Jesus. They come through. They come and step through into. Uh, we're, it's just one church. We're one church. You know, we're going to work with them. We're going to work with the angels before this is all over with. To whosoever will. If you're thirsty, come and drink of that. If you're thirsty, come and drink of that. If you're thirsty, ask the Lord for that. If you're hungry, God will feed you. He will satisfy you with good things. He will satisfy your hunger. If you're hungry, the key is stay hungry, be hungry. And don't be satisfied. Don't camp out where you're at. Never do that. Always be hungry. Always go for the more of God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Alleluia, Romari. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Alleluia, Rabombari, Asi, Kaliana. Thank you, Lord. Giliara, Kuramana. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Rabari. I feel like I'm still driving. Karari, Asara, Bari, Oh, Lord. He, she, Karamambaria. You know, we just get so full, so fiery, so this that you just, I felt like I, my body was going to explode. Just explode. Okay, two prophets. <laughs> two prophets, Elisha and Elijah. And the message that I want to talk about tonight is the God before whom I stand. Those two prophets, Elijah and Elisha, they both, they're the two in the scripture who would say, the, the Lord God before whom I stand. Why? Because they stood before the Lord God. I looked at some of the commentaries, and it was really funny because some of the commentaries said, oh, that means that they served the Lord. No, it doesn't mean that they served the Lord. It means they stood before the Lord. <laughs> the Bible says what it says, and it is what it is, and it means what it is. David said, I saw the Lord always at my right side. Is that like, is that like just spiritual? No, he actually saw the Lord at his right side. He did see the Lord at his right side. So these two prophets, why were they so bold and why were they so gutsy? Because they stood before the Lord God. 
They stood before God. They were face to face with the Lord God. Like Moses was face to face with the Lord. They were face to face with him. They had an amazing relationship with God. We sometimes think that those who like were back in that time period were almost dark ages just out of the caves. Not true. Those people like that walked with God. They walked with God. They walked with God. And these two men walked with God like that. Um... Oh, Jesus, where are we going to go with this? I don't know if I can do this. We'll put Timothy on hold, right? We'll do Joe, and then we'll do me, and then we'll put Timothy on no, week three. Oh, well, whatever. I am going to lay hands on everybody as well in the room. If you want that, at the end, we're going to do that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I love impartation. I love breaking things off. We're going to see a great break-off deliverance of things that Jezebel and her demonic henchmen have affected the prophetic people and the prophetic community and those called to be prophets. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yeah, oh my gosh, the warriors are in the house tonight. Rombe! The angels are here as well. Ha 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 ha. The portal ones. Lie right back there. I saw one. These circle portals. They're in my house. I've never seen them in this house, but they're at my house, my home, huh? They're, they're, they're like they're round they're circles and they've got they have uh, they've got rainbow colors around the outside of them uh, or translucent light rainbow colors and they're portals they bring you into the intimacies of God thank you Lord hallelujah Hallelujah. <laughs> Lord, release your angels. Yes. Let them do their, what they do. Bring the portals in. Bring the portals in. Bring the portals in. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All for Jesus, we surrender, Lord. All for Jesus, we surrender all. All, 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 all. Okay, I'm just going to go through a few things that we're going to watch out for. <laughs> that Elisha and Elijah had to watch out for. <laughs> Here's a few things. And then we're going to go, and then I'm going to take you through like the, the, what, what Jezebel will try to pull on you. It'll be what she'll try to pull on you. Why? Because it, uh, in, the, in the book of Revelation, the, the, the whore that sits on Babylon, 
the whore. That's Jezebel. She sits on there, and she's going to come out in full force before this is all over with. But we're going to rise up. <laughs> She'll come out full force. She tried to come out in the United States of America through Hillary Clinton. Hillary and Bill Clinton. We see Hillary and Bill like a Jezebel and an Ahab. And, and Hillary Clinton, ha, 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 ha. She got her, like, popularity through when Bill Clinton was president. He was, in, and uh, that's where she got her fame, right? And then she comes out and she uh, tries to take presidency of the United States of America. But who knows that God trumped her cards. <laughs> because of the prayers of the saints. Hey, 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 hey. That was not allowed to be fully released. Hila bombaria, sicora bombaria. And now we have someone who's actually resisting, like a, 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 he's, he's resisting that that's tried to come and take over the United States of America. He's resisting that. He's called by God to be a Cyrus at this time and to resist that, to resist the full, like the Illuminati, the Illumined ones wanted to take over the United States of America and they were not allowed to because the saints of God prayed before the Lord God Almighty. The evangelicals and the church were came together in agreement and unity and the Lord gave us a president that would resist and resist and resist that and not allow that to build the wall not let the uh, mingling inside the United States of America from the enemies of God it would not allow that would not allow the mingling you know that's what uh, the, the enemies of Israel did with Barak the prophet they said you know prophesy against the Jews because we want to come in and take them over and he wouldn't do that but he said here's the strategy go in take your beautiful women in there and they'll have sex with the beautiful women and it'll mingle it and they will become weak so the whole point was to make it weak and make America weak but God triumphed thank you Jesus hallelujah we say the truth we'll speak the truth hallelujah Yes, God, we will say the truth. We will say what is true and right. Thank you, Lord. So Elisha and Elijah, those are the two that you hear. The only two they say, the God before whom I stand. And um, they always said that. They said it, uh, Elijah said it twice in his life. Elisha says it twice in his life. But they always say that when they're in a confronted by the dark and wicked realm, in a full frontal confrontation and they will always say the God before whom I stand I will not do that the God before whom I stand I will do this and I won't do what you want me to do what you want me to compromise into I won't compromise into that I will not compromise because I stand before God and that is what will give us the strength here at the end of the age is to stand before God to walk with God to know our God and be strong in him those who stand before their God those who know him face to face because he says you can come into the very holy of holies by the blood of Jesus right there into the very holy of holies where the Shekinah glory of God is you can come into that place he says you can come in there but the key is to stand before God and to know our God to know him to walk with him to know him to not just read the books not just hear the tapes but actually go into the very holy of holies yourself and have access and fill yourself with oil like the wise virgins before the Lord Jesus comes fill yourself with oil 
Get face to face with God. Get face to face with Him. That is your power. That is your strength. It's face to face with Him. And then you will shine just like Him. You will become like Him. Beholding as in the glass the glory of God. We are changed from glory to glory. We're changed from image to image into His image and to His likeness. And He gives us access into that place to look at Him, behold Him, and become one with Him. Only totally, totally formed and conformed into the image of Jesus as the bride of Christ. And we will rule and reign with him throughout the eternal ages, worlds without end. And we will reign with him at the end of the age here. And we will be a part of the army of God that will be a part of wrapping this whole thing up, this demonic realm, this whole thing. We will fight and we will war with Jesus. We will fight and war with Jesus. And we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. No weapon formed against us will prosper because our righteousness comes from God. It is not our own righteousness. It is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. And we have all of heaven. We have the angelic realms. We have the angels under Gabriel. We have the angels under Michael. The warring angels. And this whole curtain's going to open up and the cloud, the great cloud of witnesses, they're going to come in and they're going to work with us and we're going to work with them and we are going to be one church, one God, one faith, one baptism of all of us and we are going to come into the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. We will walk like that. We will be one with each other. Hallelujah, Rambeya. Ye ketele karambaya. Re rambambaria sora bambaye. Rombe de kere de sarabambaya. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Harambambaya. Holy, 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 holy. Yes, God, bele korambambaya. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They're not books. They're the weapons of our warfare. They've been given to us by God. And they are effective. And they work. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. She will be an awakened bride, an awakened bride, an awakened bride, an awakened bride. Clothed with glory, clothed with light, clothed with an armor of light, an armor of light, garments of praise. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, Rambere, Kerevedeya. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Oh, Rabamba, Yerevede. Oh, Rabababa. Gee, I'm glad I came tonight. Yes, Rerevede, Kerevede. Hallelujah. Oh, Rambande, Yaramaya. Oh, it's page one. <laughs> I should write a book. I think I just make it into a book. Y'all just can read it, right? Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> thank you, Lord. Ha ha! He laughs at his enemies. <clears throat> Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, glory. <laughs> oh, maybe we should just go to the laying on the hands. <laughs> oh, they let God arise and let his enemies be scattered. Yes. Let God arise. Let his enemies scatter. 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 Whoa. Scatter. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Well, back to Elijah and Elijah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, Rabambari. I can tell I'm not going to get through this. <laughs> oh, Rabambari. I think I'm going to save it. Oh, Rabambari. Okay. <clears throat> Let's try this again. <laughs> oh. Oh. Uh. The point is, <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> technique number one, <laughs> we don't have to do this, <laughs> we don't have to do this. <laughs> Okay, technique number one, <clears throat> Elisha, of course, Elisha likes, you know, he's like, he mentored under Elijah, Elisha did that. <laughs> okay, so, <clears throat> the first time when they tried to get Elijah in a trap, or Elisha in a trap, um, there were three kings, and they wanted him to go to war. <laughs> they wanted him to prophesy. You just prophesy this war. And you prophesy and the people will rally. You do this, just prophesy. Use your prophetic gift. Use your prophetic oil for us. For the three kings. And he wouldn't do it. Because the Lord had not put it in his mouth. So when the Lord calls you to prophesy, you prophesy. If the Lord does not tell you to prophesy, do not prophesy. 
It doesn't matter what kind of favor, what kind of going forward you may get out of it. You do not do it. You do not compromise. You will not do that. You will only speak the pure oracle and the word of the Lord out of your mouth. <clears throat> and he turns to the... Uh, <laughs> it says he turned to the poor creature that called himself the king of Israel... Tell him, as the Lord liveth before whom I stand. If not that I had regard for the king, Judah, I would not look toward or see you. He says, before the Lord God, the Lord God before whom I stand, I will not do that. How could he do that? Through the intimidation of the kings. Because he stood before God. Because he knew his Lord. He knew him. And he could stand. <clears throat> the second time, Nahum, which is, uh, you know, he came for a healing to Elisha. He comes for a healing, and Elisha, he does get a miracle. Elijah says, Go wash, dip seven times in the river, um, in the Jordan River. He didn't really want to do it, but his servant girl said, Well, what big deal is it? Like, why don't you just go do that? So he does it, and he goes and dips in the water seven times in the water, and he comes up healed. <clears throat> and then the temptation that comes to him is an economic temptation. And he says, um, <clears throat> When Nahum seeks to change the whole character of Elisha's miracle and turn it into a thing for a reward, once again the temptation is breast aside with the solemn word, as the Lord liveth before whom I stand, I will, not re I will receive none. He wouldn't prophesy for money. Key number two. You will be tempted to prophesy for money. It will be the great thing to cause you to compromise the prophetic oracle and the word of God. And once you, pr you switch that and you do that and you do it under intimidation and manipulation by someone, you come under the Jezebelic manipulation and control. It will take you out. And you will not do that. I prophesy you will not do that. You will only speak the pure word of the Lord, the oracle that comes from the Lord God of Almighty, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Spirit of God. That is the word you will speak out of your mouth. It will be the pure word of the Lord. Every temptation that comes against you from kings, from those in authority, Lord, or those that come and want to buy you for money you will not be bought you will not be sold for money or will you be sold or bought for favor no 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 thank you lord hallelujah 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 and no, so we have Elijah. I'm going to get through these two. I can tell that's as far as we're going to get. We're going to go these two and what, what comes against them. Now Ahab becomes king of Israel. This is in um, Elijah's time. And he is the worst king that Israel has had. He's the most wicked, horrible, wicked. He's the seventh king that they've had. He's horrible. And he has a wife named Jezebel. And Jezebel and they uh, bring Israel to the Baal worship. They will worship Baal. 
and they have they raise up prophets of Baal they're false prophets they raise them up and they when they bring Israel to worship other God another God Baal the Baal God at one point um, Ahab is so angry at Elijah he searches every kingdom and every nation on earth looking for him and wants to destroy him him and Jezebel they go after the prophets they go after the prophets because they don't want the prophets prophesying they go after the prophets because the prophets can speak a word and the Lord will come and he will do it and he will stop them and they will not be able to succeed because the word of the Lord comes out of the mouth the uncompromised word of God comes out of the mouth and in the same way in these days to come the Lord says you will prophesy and I will cause fire and I will cause Cause my oracles, my living words to come out of your mouth. And you will not compromise. You will not bow your knee to anything. Bale also, except the Lord Jesus himself. So Elijah is called by God to bring a judgment to the land of Israel because of the wickedness of the Baal worship. And it says, Elijah the Tishbite, who was one of the settlers of Gilead, said to Ahab, As the Lord, the God of Israel, lives before whom I stand, surely there shall be neither dew nor rain these years, except by my word. And he stops the rain, he stops the rain from coming. The days are coming, the Lord says, where you will stop the rain. The Lord says the days are coming when you will work with my creation, and my creation will work with you. To whosoever will, who is ever hungry, who will ever pay the price, who will ever go all the way. Because the spirit of the power of Elijah is coming again. Elijah and Moses and the great company and the cloud is coming like that. And the Lord fed Elijah at the brook Cherith when the drought came and the famine came and he caused ravens to come and feed him. Oh Lord Jesus and oh Karabambaria Sianabai. Lela Bambaria Sira Kurabaria Silia Bombaria Sira Kuraba. It's a great story. Read Elijah. I was gonna go through all of it, but we're not gonna do that tonight. Because I'm gonna lay hands on you. Ha 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 Zelo bambaria sindora baria sondora baria sondora baria celiariana. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Alleluia rumbambaria sandaria sandaria saria. Okay, one more. Stila bambaria sandacaria curia sandacaria sandacaria curiaria. Ora bandia si curabaria sandaria riaria sancorabaria sicaria sincoriaria namaya. Zila Bambaria Sandaria 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 Sarakariania. Ola Bambaria Sundaria Sam. The Lord God before whom I stand. Ishundarabaria Sandakurabaria Sandakaria Sinia Suriaria. Boria Sandaria Sundarabaria Siriaria. Surabaria Sianama. This is the, se- the second time in Elijah's life is when um, he's uh, 
actually, um, it comes about after um, where against this is after Ahab. This is when Ahab is running him down and trying to find him. He can't find him. He's like searched all over the kingdoms and nations. Can't find him. And um, hey, hey, there's a guy named Obadiah who's a friend of the prophets. And he hides the prophets, a hundred of them, because Jezebel has slain many of them. But he takes a hundred of them and he puts fifty and fifty, fifty in one cave and fifty in the other cave. And he hides them and he feeds them and he protects them. And he's a friend of the prophets. And as well, he works, he works for Ahab. So like he's in a little bit of a rough place, right? So he runs into, so Obadiah and Elijah, they run into each other. And, and, and Ahab has been on a manhunt. He's manhunt all over. But Elijah has this funny thing. He can translate from here to there. <laughs> you can't catch him. That's going to happen again too. This is uh, uh, 1 Kings 18. I mean, I didn't give you <laughs> any of the... That's a good spot anyway. Uh, okay, so 13 says, Has it not been told to my master what I did when Jezebel killed the prophets of the Lord. Now Obadiah is like defending himself. Like, please don't make me go talk to Ahab. If you go make me talk to Ahab, he'll kill me too. Because he's looked everywhere for you and he wants to kill you. He's like the top dog. We get the top dog, maybe we can get them all. So, um, that I had a hundred prophets of the Lord, but and he says, like, well, I put 50 here and I put 50 there. And he says, if you make me go, he's going to kill me. And he says, and now you are saying... Go say to your master, Behold, Elijah, he is here. He said, He'll kill me. And Elijah said, As the Lord of hosts lives before whom I stand, I will surely show myself to him today. So he gives an oath to him. As the Lord God of before the God with whom I stand, I will surely do this. Be integral. Be the person of your word. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. Let the words of your mouth and the meditations of your heart line up with the word of God. And may your words be true to the Lord Jesus Christ. And may you stand in the integrity of the Lord himself. And may your words be true. And may you stand by your words so that he can use your mouth as the living oracles of God. The water will be sweet and fresh. And springs will come out. And after this, we have, of course, the whole showdown, the Mount Carmel showdown. Well, I'm not going to get us to there, but just to say, it was amazing, right? You all know the story, right? You know the story. You know, Jezebel tries to, like, take them all out. You know, this is the standoff between his bull on the altar and Elijah's bull on the altar and I love what Elijah says you know he says call out with a loud voice for he is a god either he is occupied or gone aside or is on a journey or perhaps he is asleep and needs to be awakened they rant and rave and rant and rave and they can't do anything nothing happens but Elijah calls you know the story Elijah calls fire and it happens right all right I think what we're going to do is not what I was going to do we could do that. But I'm going to call for an altar call. I'm going to call us up because I've, it's 920 and we've already... Um, um, here's a few things, real quick. Fear and intimidation. She'll use that against you. 
fear and intimidation. She'll try to make you afraid and intimidated. We know that Elijah wins this war. He wins the altar war. He wins the cow award. I mean, you know, it burns up. He wins that. But then she threatens him and says, oh, well, what you've done to my prophets, because once they, he wins the war about the altar and the fire comes down and his God answers with fire. You know, they put all the water and everything on it. And then they run down all the false prophets and they kill them. I love that. I actually like that. I'm a girl and I like it. I think that's awesome. Kill him. But what he should have done is he should have killed her at the same time. But he didn't go after her. But now she threatens him. So take them all out. I say take them all out. Hey, 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 hey. Take all your enemies out. Don't let any of them stand, resist, you know, uh, uh, intimidate you. Take them all out. So, yeah, so she comes back and she says, you know, may the gods do to me and even more if I do not make your life as the life of one of them by tomorrow about this time. And he was afraid and arose and ran for his life and came to Beersheba, which belongs to Judah. He was so afraid he gets depressed and he wants to die. So here's another key, depression and suicide. So intimidation, watch for these things. Because that, that Jezebel's spirit moves that way. To intimidate, fear, intimidation, depression to suicide. And here's a good one. We'll, I think we'll finish with this. Um, self-pity. Self-pity. It's a big one. Self-pity is a really big one. You get hurt, you get offended, you get whatever. And you can move from that affliction into self-pity. You feel sorry for yourself. Now watch this. It draws her in. Jezebel is drawn into self-pity. She's attracted to it. She'll come to it. Listen to this. And we'll finish with this. But we're going to break all this stuff off, all these things that have come at you. And we're going to be aware. We're going to be... Now brokenness before the Lord is different than than self-pity getting broken before the Lord you can be broken before God you can like let things move you into brokenness before him forgive your enemies be quick to forgive them be quick to not hold a judgment or a thing like that against them it's not worth it you don't need it be quick to do that but there's a brokenness before God that is a really good thing and he says he will come near those who have a broken and contrite heart And yes, he does come to the crushed and the broken. Those who have been abused horribly, he does come and picks them up and holds them. But there's a brokenness that is good. But then there's a thing you can move into, self-pity, it will draw her in. So we don't want the self-pity. You don't want that at all. I think we'll do like number two on this one another time. But listen to this. This is 1 Kings 21. And I love this story. I was, I was, I've been studying Elijah because we've had Elijah show up over our house. We were in a prayer intercession on a Friday morning, and it was intense, awesome, powerful intercession. Timothy walked out on our back porch, looked up, and in, in the sky, open, this is just wide-eyed open, a Jesus comes, is in the sky above our house. And behind, uh, coming, riding in after Jesus is Elijah. And he's on a chariot. And he comes in on the chariot. And the horse is before him. And the chariot. And Elijah comes in. And he's robed. He's got these robes like gossip. Like 
thick robes, like different colors, like browns and robes. And he comes in on the chair and he leaps off and he looks at Timothy. And he says, will you prepare a place for me? And Elijah's wanting to come. And he's looking for places where he can come and land. The spirit of Elijah. John the Baptist was had the spirit of Elijah. And he called Israel to repent. He called the whole nation to repent. The spirit of Elijah will come again before the coming of the Lord. And Elijah's coming and he wants to show up again. And he wants a people prepared for the Lord again. Prepared for the visitation of the Lord coming. Okay, listen to this. I, I think I, this is kind of cool. An angel of the Lord comes after he's intimidated, he's depressed, and wants to commit suicide. The angel of the Lord comes to him and bakes two pieces, two bread cakes for him, feeds Elijah with the bread cakes, and Elijah goes for 40 days on that. I think I'd like some of that cake. <laughs> okay, First Kings 21. This is the last, and we're going to land this. Okay. Now listen to this story. Hold on here. Now it came about after these things that Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard which was in Jezreel beside the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. Like he's neighbors to Ahab, the bad wicked king and Ahab spoke to Naboth saying give me your vineyard that I may have it for a vegetable garden because it is so close beside my house and I will give you a better vineyard than it in its place if you like he's like make I'm making you a really good deal I'll give you a better vineyard but I want your vineyard because I want to make a garden right I find it interesting that it's a vineyard because I love song of Solomon and he calls his bride a vineyard and this Ahab, wicked one, wants the vineyard. But he's not going to give it to him. I like that. But Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid me that I should give you the inheritance of my fathers. He will not let go of his inheritance. And you will not let go of your inheritance either. Because your inheritance is the Lord Jesus Christ. He's given you himself, hey, 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 as an inheritance. And you will not let go of him. So Ahab came into his house. Listen to this. Ahab's like upset. He goes to his house, sullen and vexed. He's pouting and vexed full of self-pity because he will not I am the king he won't give me his he won't give me his vineyard I want it but he's not giving it to me so Ahab came to his house sullen and vexed because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite had spoken to him for he said I will not give you the inheritance of my fathers and he laid down on his bed and turned away his face and ate no food now he's really depressed pouty self-pity right this is Ahab so watch what happens but Jezebel his wife came to him and said who does it draw it drew Jezebel how is it that your spirit is so sullen that you are not eating food so he said to her because I spoke to Naboth the Jezreelite and said to him give me your vineyard for money or else if it please you I will give you a vineyard in its place but he said I will not give you my vineyard and Jezebel, his wife, said to him, 
Do you now reign over Israel? Arise, eat that bread, and let your heart be joyful. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite. So she wrote letters in Ahab's name and sealed them with his seal and sent letters to the elders and to the nobles who were living in Naboth in his city. Now she wrote letters in the letters proclaiming a fast and and seat Naboth at the head of the people and and seat two worthless men before him and let them testify against him saying, you curse God and the king and take him out and stone him to death. And that is what she did. She had him killed. She set up a plot against him and had him killed and took the vineyard from him. Isn't that something? So the self-pity and the pouting and all of that, it drew her in. Why? Self-pity, pouting draws in that to get you what you want. Because you self-pity and you pout and you throw fit and it moves you into manipulation. Now you come under the manipulation to get what you want through pouting and self-pity. Not through trusting God, nor asking Him, but through the self-pity. Isn't that awesome? Yeah, self-pity will draw her in. Okay, so, and there's more, but we're not going to do more. <laughs> but what? What? Joe Sweet will be here next Thursday night. Woohoo! That's going to be awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So next Thursday night, Joe Sweet will be here. Y'all come back. I'm sure it won't be as good as tonight, but. <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. We're going to do is I'm going to, I want to do prayer lines. And I'm just going to go down prayer lines. Hey, bro, so And we're going to, um, what we're going to do because all of us have been affected by this. Now we are aware of some of the things to watch out for. If you want to, stand through here, and I'm just going to pray, and we'll just watch the Lord work. We'll watch the Lord work. I'm going to need guys to stand behind me as I do this, because sometimes that happens. Lord, I thank you, Father, for this word. Lord, I thank you for what you're doing here tonight. Lord, I thank your anointing breaks every yoke. Every yoke, Lord. Every tongue that is written up in judgment against those, Lord, that stand here, Lord. Every self-pity spirit, every demonic power, Lord, that is attached, Lord, that has slimed them, Lord. Lord, we, I'm not coming against Jezebel, but I'm coming against the effect on your people, Lord, from that spirit, Lord. We live next to Shasta. Lord, when I came in last week, 45 minutes out, there was a spirit of depression. I felt it. It's over this city. We're going to break it, 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 break it. Lord, you anoint our hands for war. You anoint our hands for war. And Lord, we say, yes, we are ready to fight. We are ready to stand. Amen? Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we say yes and amen. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Yes and amen. Hallelujah. 